Hi, my name is Todd Johnson, and I am here with Chris Kosteltz and Jeff Peterson to welcome you to GRIP, a four-episode podcast about developing a deeper relationship with Christ and each other through the four letters of the word GRIP. I don't want to be in the world's grip. I want to be in God's grip. Four letters, four episodes. Today, we're going to talk about the letter P, the letter P, which stands for prayer and the importance of that word, of that action. We've got a great guest and some great scripture to guide us, so let's get a grip. Oh, it's great to see you guys. Oh, I'm so what a great day. What a great morning um, for running. I know you're Todd. You're a big runner. I am. Yeah, I and, am. Uh, I got out this morning and ran, and our, I and because I was praying about our guest, uh, who I also know is a big runner. Yes, and he is. Who has bred runners. He's, he's, ah, he's yes. like a he's like a running kind of machine, and. Um, Chris, do you run? You run? Uh, I was a baseball player, so no. No, I <laughs> in my old age, I've had to, um, and uh, I've actually fallen in love with it. Kind of, it was kind of a COVID thing, actually. Like mm. I started just walking, and then adding a little more running. We actually got a free treadmill, mm. which that doesn't happen very often. No, and I, I like I missed all that winter, one. yeah, all winter long. I've been. My wife's like, I'm so surprised. I'm like, thank you. Uh, but like, <laughs> I, I don't think Liz sounds like that, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I went in doubt. Do a funny voice for your okay, wife. Yeah, I'm when you're telling the story. Yeah. Anyway, no, I I enjoy it. It's good. Yeah. I just oh, actually, I hate it, but I like. Yeah. I also like it. I don't know how to explain yeah, that. I agree. Know. I've never. I've run now for uh, for thirty years, and I've never ended a run that I've not wanted it to be over. Like it's never been. You know, you hear somebody and in, in, in one of our uh, our guests here today is probably one of these people. Is like, oh, I could have run all day. That's never happened. But Jeff, you get up what, like. Crazy early and do yeah. your run, right? Yeah. What, what time do you get up? Uh, up four thirty. But in but part of the reason, and I'm not, I'm, I know I'm, I'm really not joking when I say this. I think I'm kind of asleep for 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 the <laughs> yeah. beginning of the run. You know so, what I mean? So, so I think yes. I get a couple miles in, and I'm not even like conscious because when I've run later in the day, it's even worse. So how many days a week do you run? I run every day. You do? Yeah. And and do you ever sleep in? Uh, if, if there's an injury or if there's, if, and what's if sleeping? there's a, um, well, don't no, just, like you know, I just, five. I'm a morning person, but anyway, this isn't about me. It's about running. And, it, and what I wanted to share though, is as I was, as I was, as I was thinking about today and specifically this, this, uh, this guest who is also a runner is, and, and, uh, I do love when I wake up about halfway through the run, it's such a great, um, time for prayer. You know, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, you think about how do you find time to pray and whatever. And, and uh, a few years back, I realized that, you know what, I'm spending so much time running. And, and it's like, what a great, because I don't listen to music. You know, I don't, I don't, and so there's nothing to distract. And so I just, uh, it's great. I love it. Did you, do you, you pray when you run on the treadmill? I, free I need as much distraction as possible, <laughs> like when I'm running. So I, I will I honestly watch TV probably the whole uh-huh. time. But uh, in Lent here, I gave up, you know. Uh, entertainment TV. So I've been uh, watching like talks and like, yeah. and it's been amazing. Like I've been walked off the treadmill and then kept watching the thing. Cause it was just so, I was so mm. into it. Yeah. And so that's been 
it's, it's it, that's been beautiful but mm-hmm. yeah no i need i need as much distraction as possible and you're a music i remember we talked about oh, yeah. you're a, you're Todd's a music, a music guy, guy when you when you run i love to uh listen if i'm not running with our guest or other people i love to uh, listen to praise and worship and sometimes have been caught running down a street with my arms up in the air. Well, and that's funny you say that, because I remember when we first met years ago and we were talking about various and sundry things, including running, and you talked about running in Chicago along um, Lakeshore Drive Drive with your hands up. And every time I'm in Chicago and I run, because I I run down there, and every time I run in Lakeshore Drive, I think of that. Do you put your hands up? (laughs) Nope. But I think, you know, if Todd were here, he would be doing it. I like the idea of praying on the run, though. Jen and I, we, every time we take walks, we, we pray together which mm. is a neat thing to do with your spouse but i've never yeah. thought about well, i don't know why that's cool why not pray on your run you guys know mike mose he's huh. yeah. he's a big prayer wire runs big. he also runs like 40 miles a day I think. Yeah, yeah i saw him literally <laughs> saw, praise a lot <laughs> i saw him at the grocery store last week and i said did you get a run in and he said yeah and he goes i go how far he goes i only did seven i'm like okay we're not we're not meant to be <laughs> he must be hurt yeah <laughs> exactly yeah, he must be hurt. well hey speaking of uh speaking of praying when we're running uh that kind of leads a little bit to our letter so why don't uh todd why don't you kind of remind us a little bit of uh of our letter uh, of the day if you will and kind of the grounding of it and then we'll get right into it yeah the letter p um which which stands for the word prayer again as i as i journey in life and i see men and women in my life that have developed a, a, an authentic relationship with jesus uh one that's a continual and purposeful relationship um a common theme is is the their prayer life um and whatever you know so many different ways that could look but just the concept of you know we live in such a busy and loud world and and there's people in my life that have struck me that are able to get uh, away from the noise and be with god in prayer and just seeing fruit from that um, especially from our guest today but just uh, the fruit of what it looks like when you have that fourth pillar of the grip, which is prayer, when you have that incorporated in your life, it's just beautiful fruit. Yeah, it's amazing. I think the New Testament has a lot to say about uh, about prayer. Um, and the scripture, actually I had two that really hit me, but the primary one I want to talk about is Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. Mm. So don't be anxious about anything. I think that just talks about the trust we have to have in God. And, mm-hmm. and then really taking it to prayer, just taking things to him and, and keying in on Thanksgiving is a big part of it. Like I, Everyone knows the, the connection between gratitude and happiness, right? And there's no better place to do that than, than in prayer. The other scripture that got me was just the First Thessalonians 5.17, pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we hear that and we go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Prayer without ceasing. But the reality is if we, um, if we choose to set aside that time for prayer, it makes it easier to make our whole life a prayer and, uh, to really honestly pray without, to pray with per- persis- persistence and to constantly be seeking after that relationship with God. And, and David tells us in his, uh, one of his Psalms, he says, and I, and I love the visual of this cause my prayer life doesn't always look like this, but I love the challenge. May my David says, may my prayer be set before you like incense. May the lifting up of my hands be like the evening sacrifice. Just, I, love, I love that mm-hmm. thought of my prayer being incense. 
pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that too. And back to the running thing, you know, is there's a coincidence. And actually, I think Todd, I have you to thank for this. Um, I think you had taught me the um, when you take the word acts, mm-hmm. A-C-T-S, and mm-hmm. then break down those those letters into adoration, contrition, thanksgiving, and supplication. Um, on this run that I go on, um, it's basically like a big box, and so each leg is, you know, whatever. And uh, and so, ever since you told me that, um, I've, I focus on one of those letters on each leg, you know? So I think about, you know, adoration, and then all the things I did bad, and then what I'm thankful for, <laughs> and, then what I'm, and then the asks. And what that has done for me is not only help kind of discipline the prayer, but it, but I think it, it's you can pray differently. Like there's mm-hmm. it, prayer for so long. I, I felt like prayer was just all right, dear God. Yeah. Um, you know, and laundry and, list exactly, and you just yeah. run through yeah. it, and and that just that. Did you get that, that all exactly? Mm-hmm. And and for for what you helped me understand there, just with those four, you know, types of of prayer, four ways to converse with God has been just super helpful. You know, just because they're it's more textured. You know, mm-hmm. so. Good. So, hey, uh, <laughs> I just kind of—I think it's kind of nice we're to all just kind of reflect on that. You know? I mean, that's kind of just kind of mm-hmm. let that just sort of seep in a little bit there. So, mm-hmm. hey, so why don't uh, we've now we've alluded to this running guest uh, now for for the last you know almost ten minutes. Uh, Todd, let us uh, let us in. Who's who, who who's here to to talk about about uh, about prayer and and being such a champion for prayer life? I am so excited to uh, introduce our guest today, Kurt Harry's. Uh, Kurt is uh, married to Julie. Uh, they have four uh, wonderful children, one of which uh, just six months months ago went home to be with Jesus. And uh, they have two daughter-in-laws. And, uh, you know, I've known Kurt for a number of years. Uh, one of my favorite things about Kurt was, you know, we, um, we would see each other at church every Sunday and kind of wave to each other and say hi and never really got to know him that well. And one night we were at a dinner party with some other friends, and somehow the go figure. Todd brings up Mexico again, um, but I, I bring up Mexico, and this is probably about five six years ago. And and Kurt and Julie overhear overhear me, or we're talking there at the dinner table, and like, well, we want to go. I'm like, really? It was that easy? And they're like, yeah, we'd love to be in on that. And and out of that, we started a, a relationship because out of the the mission trip that Kurt came on with me. Then, then we he joined our Bible study, and now all of a sudden it went from being in a group together to um, serving together, and now this relationship that's just evolved. Um, and Kurt is for sure, when I think of men in my life, the most gentle, caring, compassionate man. And gentle is a word that just so describes you. And, and I've seen how your prayer life feeds into your gentleness. So um, with no further ado, welcome to The Grip podcast. Well, thank you very much. It's uh, great to be here. It's actually humbling to be here. Well, I, I figured you, you, I you, might, you might want to reserve yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Let's see how this shakes out here. Yeah, Kurt. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so I'll, I'll just kind of kick it off just to get some conversation going on this. But when you think about your journey with Jesus and you think about your relationship with God, uh, how does prayer? How does prayer fit into that? How does prayer fit into how you envision your walk with Jesus? Well, that's a great question, um, Todd. But you know, I was trying to, knowing it was we were going to have this discussion, I was just reflecting, and I thought, you know, for Julie and I, word pictures, um, mm-hmm. 
we've used with each other for years and uh, try to just really reflect a feeling of, of something. And the best word picture I can come up with for what prayer is for me is, you know, just imagine um, when you've had like the sport, like a run, okay? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you just won the state, state cross country and what do you want to do? You just want to go out and hug somebody, you know, mm-hmm. your teammates, you know, um, when, you know, just like you had mentioned, you know, our son passed away, when you have something like that happen to get consolation and, and to have a person give you a hug and just, you know, help you to understand that, you know, it's for each other, that it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And, and really, you know, even when you have somebody like your child that, you know, just went through something at school and it's like the biggest thing in the world to them and you just want to hug and just hold them for a while to give them that assurance. And that's really what prayer has become for me, uh, over time. But it's just like, I look forward to that because I feel like I can, when I'm thankful, I can talk about that with God. You know, I read the Psalms then from there and it's just like, gosh, it just jumps out. It's like Mm -hmm. the creation the joyfulness. Do I want to sing? Yes, I want to sing. And then there's the times when I'm really having a hard time and I go to some of the verses and it's like, now I just need to have that time in prayer because I know that I'm just being held. And so that's my best. Wouldn't that be the goal, like to have that word picture for all of us? Mm, with our I prayer? love that. Yeah. yeah, I do. I do. I think, and yeah, it's so powerful. And, and I think sometimes, you know, we've talked on other episodes of Grip where, you know, we grow up with a, with a certain sort of, perception of what things in the church or things in religion mean. And so, you know, you know, we've talked about investing and all that just must mean offering. And, you know, we've we've talked about um, uh, reading the Bible and all that, that means you got to dive right in and like, you know, read the whole thing. And I think with prayer, there's a similar thing where I feel like, and we joked about, you know, the, okay, God, here's what I need. And, you know, I love what you're saying there, Kurt, because it really is more about the the feeling and the relationship with with God, and that's what prayer is. It's 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 this presence, and it's like if He were sitting right here, you know, with mm-hmm. us. And and when you when you look at prayer like that, then like you know, back to what you're saying earlier, because like, why wouldn't you do that all the time? Like, why, how could you not pray without ceasing mm-hmm. if you looked at it as this opportunity to just be not even it's even beyond conversation Mm -hmm. like i'm chatting with god it's like no 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 no, no. you're being held by god and And why wouldn't you always want that you know and you painted that picture with in on both the mountaintop you know in your example of winning a race and Mm -hmm. in the valley with the passing of your son and and it's both and it is both ends yeah absolutely so my question for you in in uh and thinking about prayer um just get down to basics what what does your prayer look like now like what is your daily prayer like and how has it changed over the last i don't know 15 20 years i know easy <laughs> questions i'm always like everyone else looks at me yeah, and like you're gonna find what are you doing? Yeah, he's the worst he asks these <laughs> he's like the yeah. best. what's Come your on. what's your mission state what's your life's purpose you know and i'm asking about like what color are your running shoes <laughs> uh colorful um and no it's a, it's a it really a question like that really makes me think on that because it has evolved. You know, there's been times, um, well, you know, I'll just jump back to a story. Uh, you know, when, uh, if I go to all the way back to college days, 
you know, I believe, I believe in Christ. I'm so thankful for my parents and grandparents because there was just not that question. However, I did not have a prayer relationship. Mm. And then somebody asked me to pray. And that was the start. Mm. And that's my wife, Julie. Mm. So we were like on our second, third date. And she asked me, wow. this says, if we're going to continue to date, we need to pray together. Bold. 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 We've all married up. We have. kicked our coverage. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, she makes me a better person. But that ask, and from there, that's just been an evolution of, of, um, of prayer. Uh, so that became the first time that I would say it wasn't just the meal prayer. It was, it was really deep, some deep prayer about situations, about people, um, just thankfulness, uh, and doing that together. As far as personal prayer for me, uh, a very important part for me is to actually sit down and take it. You know, so, you know, we've talked about the stories a little bit, or you've talked about, you know, on a run in prayer, and I, I went running today, and, mm-hmm. and just, I can take that in, and I, I'm praying. I'm, I'm very thankful for that, but I need to sit down. So I take time in the morning, which is very important for me. And I take it and I spend a lot of time in scripture, mm-hmm. a good part of that, because I really pray. You know, I, I alluded earlier about the, the thankful times. I alluded earlier about the times when I just like, I, you know, might be frustrated about something about how I handle the situation with a person, you know, and scripture helps me to find what, you know, God speaks to me through his word, mm-hmm. you know, speaks to me. Yeah. And, and, you know, the verse you brought up earlier, Chris, in Philippians, I've gone to that numerous times. Mm. Um, and so I spend time there and then I really spend time on a prayer list. And I spend time there because I've, I've wanted to really, um, if I tell a person, like if I tell Todd that I'm going to pray for him, and that I am praying for him on a daily basis. I want it's on a list. So, so you have a you have a written list. I, I have a written list, wow. and and I and I and I do that because I don't want to, you know, like we're praying for our mission trip right now, and so I've got names listed down, and so I pray through the list. It's not just an ass list. It's more. It's it's very much a person list. Mm-hmm. Uh, another part of that I have on there is just, uh, you know, I, I I seek to help and encourage people. And from that standpoint, it's like I'm praying for that as a, as I'll call it as a mission, as a personal type mission. Yeah. And so, you know, I, so part of that time is a prayer list. And then I try to, and this, this has been the hard part over the years is to really just stop. And when I ponder on that, really try to listen. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of peacefulness that's come from in that time. Um, yeah, my mind can wander and everything, but that's, that's been, um, very important part for, for me. Do you find it hard to just listen to sit in silence or Er, uh, years ago? Yes. Years ago. Yes. Uh, you know, now it, it, it has evolved over time. And so now I just, I really look forward when I'm in that, when I'm really seeking Christ there and to listen and the peacefulness that comes from that, you know, when I get up, it's like there's an assurance that is hard to explain that's there now that wasn't before I sat down. Yeah, there's like the coolest quote from, uh, not quote, <clears throat> um, story of uh, uh, Mother Teresa. 
she was being interviewed by somebody who had made all the made it all the way over to Calcutta and to see what all this Mother Teresa Ng was about. And um, so here this guy is, and um, he said, "So you know, so when you pray, like what do you say, like what do you say, you know, to Jesus? And here you are, this you know hallmark of the of the faith. So what do you say?" And she said, oh, "I don't say anything. I just listen." And then he says, "All right. Well, what does he say?" <laughs> And she said, he doesn't say anything. He just listens. I just love that. You know, mm. this, this, this mutual just listening. It's just, it's wonderful. And it's a two-way. You, you mentioned it. It's both you communicating and you listening. Yeah. Which is super cool. Do you ha- have you ever, I mean, do you hang on to those lists? I assume they change, they evolve over time. How do I get on the list? <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, come with yeah, us. <laughs> We are, uh, on a side note, real quick, we are departing in just a little over three weeks yeah, to honor Kurt's son Matthew. That's awesome. Uh, and and going to go spread the gospel and, and honor his son. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, go ahead. How do you get on the list? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, and I just want to expand on one one another part of that. That, uh, and as as I said earlier on the list, you know, I I, I try to say if I'm if I'm going to like if I come, Jeff and and something comes up and I say, I'm going to pray for you. Another, another person, a very good friend of mine was just telling us a story that she, um, a friend of hers had said, you know, I don't, don't want to just pray for you. This is a person I'm talking to her. It, her friend didn't want to just pray for her or say she was going to pray for her, but actually pray for her. Mm-hmm. And so they just prayed right on that spot. Oh. And then it wasn't, but like a day later and, um, person's with my wife and I again and Julie was in need of prayer and um, she just stopped right there and just started praying with her praying Mm -hmm. with us Mm -hmm. and that's always that's always um, been an example for me Mm -hmm. and so there's there's times I'm trying to be much better at that on the spot but I did take to heart that if I really say I'm going to pray for somebody I'm going to put it down so I don't forget Mm -hmm. That's you super know, powerful, um, and so it's not an ask list. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, and I love the discipline about it, but you know, both the list and then and, you know, talking about you know being seated and stuff. You know, we've talked at, on other episodes too of of these things that are just so brilliant about about what Todd has put together with this grip. But that, but the discipline behind each of them is really what makes it work. You know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. like the work makes it work, and not just letting it be something that you know just sort of floats around but just to be you know you think of anything that's important in our lives like we we do on purpose you know whether it's working out or you know anything you know and and so to 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 apply that same kind of routine and discipline i think is is really cool with prayer well and and uh there's been days well times i'll go maybe more of like a time period but uh where it's like the energy isn't there, mm-hmm. especially early on. For me, it was very early on that to take personal prayer time. Uh, and then if, you know, listening is hard uh, or, I, or I don't have a, a pattern built, it's like, oh, it's easy to have something else come and take its place. Oh. And uh, Julie encouraged me with this part, and that was that, you know, if the desire is not there, pray for the desire to have mm-hmm. the de- to have the desire to pray, yeah. and you know that's a that's a very simple, quick prayer. But if I'm disciplined and pray that, it's amazing what God does. Yeah. 
you know, and, and, and now it's just, I just really truly need it. Need the prayer. Yeah. I think Mark Hart said this, he said, uh, prayer, prayer isn't how you have a relationship with God. Prayer is your relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, if you just think about relationships in general, right? Mm -hmm. Like I have a relationship with my dentist. You know, I talk to her twice a year, <laughs> you know, she happens to put her fingers in my mouth, but that's another story. Like, but it's not a close relationship, you know, like what kind of relationship do I want to have with God? Like I want it to be as close as my spouse and how often or closer, like how often do I talk to her? Like yeah, every day. And if I didn't yeah. have purposeful time and we've probably all gotten busy, right? Where we don't take that pur purposeful time to talk to our spouse, like things get tough, right? All of a sudden we're not in communion. We're not communicating. And I think um, if we want to have a good relationship with God, we have to take the same approach with our spouse. And that's dedicated time, date night, daily check-ins, texting through, you know, like all the different touch points. We got to have that with God too. And if we don't do that and, and talk about discipline, sometimes it does take discipline. You know, just like a time of marriage where you're like, I don't like my spouse so much right now. <laughs> you know, which my wife says every other week, you know, like, <laughs> but like, she still loves me. She still chooses that. And the same is true with our faith life. Like yeah. we might not like God or something that he's doing yeah. in our life, but we still persist in that, in that relationship. Well, and another to crib, another great, um, uh, uh, teacher, speaker, um, Father Mike Schmitz, you know, said something, you know, in a homily that I listened to that has always stuck with me that, you know, if God only knew um, what you told him about you, so in through prayer, okay, if, and none of this like, oh, he knows everything, you know, no, no, it was like, no, <laughs> deliberately, if the only thing God knew about you was what you shared with him in prayer, how well would he know you? And that just hit me through the... Like it was like right between the eyes. I'm like, oh my gosh, he didn't know me at all, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so I think about that. We were, uh, we were just Kurt and I just talking through John's Gospel and how Jesus says, you know, my sheep will hear my, they'll know me by my voice. And and we have a, a friend Pepe who had told us this great story of him being in uh, in a farm once, and he his buddy owned this farm and his buddy had all these sheep, and his buddy said to our friend Pepe, he goes, why don't you try to call the sheep? Like you, how you would call the sheep, like do the baha, ha, you know, thing. And <laughs> so Pepe tried it and the sheep didn't move and his buddy did the exact same baha, ha, ha, and the sheep just ran to this guy because the sheep knew their master's oh, name. Okay. And I've just, that's, that's always stuck with me that I like, I want, I want to know his name. I want him to know my name. You know, just, yeah. it's a beautiful communion yeah. of recognizing each other instead of saying, who's that? Yeah, mm -hmm. totally. Kurt, you talked about kind of the praying at the, at, you know, when you're on the top of the mountain and then, and then, you know, kind of deep in the valley. And it reminded me of a, a, another, I'm just full of all these quotes. I got none of my own material. I'm just citing all this other stuff. But Abraham Lincoln, who once said that, you know, I've often found myself on my knees because there was nowhere else to go. Uh, which I, I think for a lot of people, we do find ourselves in prayer when things are really bad, when it's really dark, and we've got nowhere else to go. But talk about, you know, because you, you, you'd said, you know, you, you find that prayer in times of joy. Mm -hmm. And how, how do you, you know, does that come as easy, <laughs> you know, for you as, as, as in challenge? Or how is it different when you're praying for like, oh my gosh, this, thank you, you know, and, and, and just that jubilation? It, yes, I find myself wanting to go to prayer yeah. in, in that. Um, and I just feel, <clears throat> excuse me, I just feel so much that when I read 
uh, in prayer and I'm going through like the Psalms that I alluded to earlier. And I just feel like, gosh, I'm overwhelmed with thankfulness. I'm coming and I'm feeling really good. But then when I'm praying, I just feel humbled of all of the things that I'm truly been gifted with, you know, family, health, you know, just, I could just go down through so many Mm -hmm. things. And so in prayer, what I've found over time is just that it's just a blessing to, for me in prayer to feel that God is really seeing my heart. I know he always knows my heart that that's a given, but in prayer, I really feel like I'm being honest if I'm really, really thankful and I'm being honest, you know, when it's just like, you know, I don't feel very good praying right now because mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm really worthy of this, of praying. Mm-hmm. I don't really are worthy of being here because I'm not, you know, you just name all of that, that stuff. But I feel like, you know, my, that God knows my heart mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I just want to be honest with my heart at the time when I'm praying. And so I just come back to that feeling of the hug. It's like, I just need the hug, you know, yeah. if I'm, and and so hopefully that helps yeah, no, answer that question. Did you guys, you know, it's so awesome that Julie's the smart one in the, in the, oh, in the family the, that yeah. got you going. Uh, but did you guys, do you guys pray? Um, and I know the kids are out, you know, off, but did you guys pray a lot as a family together yeah. when the kids were yes. younger? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We would pray at night when, before we go to everybody go up to bed. Now, you know, it's <clears throat> sometimes it was very quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it's been a long night. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, and sometimes you know, everybody laughs that uh, you know, and sometimes like you know they just want to get the prayer done, yeah. so like they're standing. But yeah, we did have that for all for all of the kids, and yeah. you know the the praying together. Uh, gosh, I just I just I, my heart wants that for all married couples. Mm-hmm. You know, I want it just because it's it it's the th- it really brings Julie and I together. It keeps us mutual on our focus. It keeps us both seeking Christ. Um, it's, it's blessed us beyond measure. And, and so I am so thankful that somebody asked me to pray, you know, and I'm thankful that, you know, that Christ really used Julie at that time just to really say, this is going to be something important, something that that's going to be held up you know, in, in marriage and, and so thankful that she asked. Well, and to have it be, um, present in your marriage from the beginning, mm-hmm. like you've never known, I mean, even before marriage is dating, it's such a cool ingredient in that, in that love, that love affair. Todd, you and Jen pray a lot together. You've talked about that. We pray on our, our walks together yeah. and, uh, uh, in other situations as well. But I think our most powerful prayers are when we're on our walks together. It's just cause you've got the time it's like already scheduled. We've got 40 minutes together. Yeah. And so... Uh, and it's out loud, right? I oh, mean, it's you, out loud. Yeah. 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 There's an interesting statistic that uh, 50% of marriages still end in divorce somewhere around there, but marriages where they pray together out loud, those two ingredients, pray together out loud. We talked about mm-hmm. this in Bible. It's less than 2% divorce rate. Wow. And so if you want a magic formula on that, uh-huh, yeah. something wow. to, to be aware of there, but... Well, well, it's it's interesting you say that because uh, I can remember that when when we first started praying together, I was just concerned. It wasn't I believe in God. I believe you know at that period in my mm-hmm. life, but it was like 
am I going to do this very well? Mm-hmm. You know, initially, mm-hmm. you know, but then praying together out loud is, is very important. It's powerful. I found that with a lot of guys and Chris, I don't know if you've seen this too, but, or Jeff or, or Kurt, but, uh, when I've, when I've talked to a lot of men and women, but a lot of men about the grip, the P and, and just making a confession here myself, the P is the hardest thing. Because the other mm-hmm. things, the G and the R and the I, I can schedule time being in a group. I can schedule my reading time of being in the Word. I can schedule when I can invest my time and money. But just getting alone with God and sometimes not even just saying anything. Have you have you found that as well? Yeah, I think a lot of men like struggle with the uh, false god of productivity, of being mm-hmm. industrious. Like we think <laughs> like I have to produce something. Like there's not a lot of guy like activities that don't have a, a like a result. Yeah, like mm-hmm. like. Even if you're like, like I, I just started uh, doing woodworking a couple of years ago. Like I really like it because it's a hobby and I still get a cutting board yeah. at the end. Like there's like, there's a result, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think guys feel like prayer is, is just empty time, you know, or it's, or it's so selfish. Oh, it's just for me. But the opposite couldn't, couldn't be more true. Right. Like I, I invest in my prayer time um, because my, my kids need it because my wife needs it. Um, yeah, I need it too. Absolutely. Mm. But when I don't, um, when I'm not connected to Christ through, through my prayer, like I'm a, I'm not, a, not as great a dad for them, you know, like mm-hmm. I, can, I can be pretty selfish, you know? Um, and so I think, I think guys have to, have to get over the, it's a waste of my time. You know, I, there's a, another quote I really like, again, we're just dealing from other people, Jeff, but, um, <laughs> until you're convinced that prayer is the best use of your time, you will not find time for prayer. Hmm. You know, and Peter Kreef talks about in, a, in his great little book called Prayer for Beginners. He says, you know, like people say all the time that they didn't have time for prayer, but they sure found time to eat, you know, and like somebody else said that, I think one of the mm, podcasts yeah, too, yeah, like, yeah. Um, you know, prayer has got to be more important to us than breathing, you yeah, know, uh-huh. like, and that's, that's, that's saying something, right? And, so. I, and I, and I do, I mean, as I, 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 I don't, I know I don't spend enough time in prayer. Um, but one thing that that um, and I, I'm sure I ripped this off from somebody again because there's no original ideas. But but um, a couple of years ago I started, and it was either something I heard or I was talking to somebody. But it was basically about how do you start your day? Like literally start your day, not just like you know oh you know I'm gonna get up, take a shower, you know get a cup of coffee, and then and then pray. It's like no, literally the first thing you do, and so. And, and so somehow, either from what was shared with me or how I heard it, I started literally the f- when I get out of bed, like when I roll out of bed, I go down on my knees. Like I've, I've never, I mean, I get up a lot in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. That doesn't count. Uh, but if, when I'm getting up for the day, it, the, f- the, li- the first action is hitting the floor on my knees. And then I just say a couple quick prayers. And it's not long, but it's really helped me from just a, from a priority standpoint. So it's Beautiful. like, that's how the yeah. day starts. And so, so I cool. still have work to do in terms of the length of time, but that's been a, that's been a neat way to just start the day like the literally the first thing that's you know, I, I, I want to take that idea i think i've heard heard that called the heroic minute and your first mm-hmm. minute out of bed in the morning your first minute awake oh, is really? with god don't pick up the phone yeah don't you know like go shave like whatever i don't know what other uh-huh. people do but you know like the first moment i think it's saint jose maria escriva who oh, okay. who said that uh, like yeah you take this heroic and also no snoozing <laughs> that was his other big thing he's like if you want to learn discipline 
forget you have a snooze button. Yeah. I was like, so, oh, gosh. So, so I'm not heroic then. I'm, I'm quasi. See, I'm anti so. snooze button. I'm always like, put your alarm as late as you possibly can and then get up. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. That's it's an interesting. Torture. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's just so beautiful. I'm thinking of any young dads listening to this too. Cause I, I had a visual growing up all the time of my dad on his knees mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, it was just so powerful. Yeah. As you look but back on that time. Now. I just think, Jeff, that just speaks to me about priority, you know, mm-hmm. and just making, by making that first and the priority that goes with that. I mean, that just really strikes me. I just appreciate yeah. that. I, that thought. Yeah. I think that's a really important point. You know, uh, Father Mike Schmitz again said uh, before the 20th century, the word priority was never pluralized. Like we say it all the time. I got these priorities, Mm, mm -hmm. but the word priority in and of itself means the thing that comes before all else. It literally like, it doesn't doesn't make any sense. But the reality is we say that like, Oh, I've got lots of priorities, work and family Mm -hmm. and my Tuesday night hockey league. And Mm -hmm. you know, like, no, like what is your one priority? What is your your one thing thing above all things, you know? And uh, yeah, until we make prayer, that one priority and until we make God, that one priority we're going to have priorities. Mm. So a lot of people might say that, Kurt, like, oh, I'm so busy. So busy. And obviously you're not busy because you have all this time for prayer. So <laughs> what do you do? How do you do? <laughs> you know, how, what would you say to somebody who says, I'm just too busy for prayer? Like, or I'm so busy. I don't know how to do it. You know, what? The, again, a great question because it really makes me think that, you know, there was a time when it was, that's hard in a lot of cases. Time, I always, I've told my kids that, you know, you can feel like money's a resource that you just, you know, never enough of and things like that. But I tell you what, there's the, the one finite resource that you just can't recreate any which any way is time. And so what am I going to do with my time? Yeah. And, you know, I felt most peaceful when I'm in prayer and especially most peaceful, even in the events in the rest of the day when I'm not in prayer and I just have to work with them or how quickly I come to prayer when I'm really frustrated in the middle of the day. Uh, but I feel like God has a hand on me during the day that I fall back quickly to him, but it's because I gave him time in the morning, Mm -hmm. gave him time. And I guess I just come back. If there'd be anything I can encourage people to do that are, that are maybe listening right now is just really set aside the time and start, Mm. just start. I think it's in, uh, Proverbs four seven maybe, but it's it's about wisdom. But it says, kind of like the to get with or to um, seek wisdom, get wisdom. And then <laughs> earlier in Proverbs, it talks about listening to a father, listening to you know. And so it's just the first step is start. Yeah. And then the instruction earlier in the in the chapter is to listen. Or, That's great. And so just start, and um, and just. Don't put big expectations on it. Just truly try to give and communicate your heart with God at mm-hmm. the time, regardless and of what the feeling is. It might be joyful, as we talked earlier. It might be hard. It might be frustrating. It might just be the case that I just don't feel like praying. Yeah. You know, but just take the time, yeah. and God will bless that. That's so great, and and <clears throat> you're so great, and such a great guest because that was actually our last segment, Kurt. It was these this we we call it parting words. And we ask the guest, and then and then we ask Todd and Chris to impart kind of these final statements. And you just did that 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 it couldn't have been said any any better. It's just wonderful. But we're still going to make Todd and Chris try to say it better. <laughs> Todd, what what are your uh, what are your parting words on this? Uh, 
I love what Kurt just said. Just, just, just start. Just do it. I have a buddy that says if all you're doing is praying before your Cheerios, then you might want to reevaluate your your prayer life. And I know that may sound a little harsh, but I think that's true for some of us. I know it was true for mm-hmm. me at one point. And uh, we got to make sure Father Mike doesn't listen to this podcast because we're just going to keep <laughs> quoting him. I don't have anything, so I'm going to quote. He gave a great visual once to me that really rocked my prayer world, and that was he was talking about for those of us that are married. Can you imagine going on a date? your wife which i'm about to do after we're done recording tonight uh going on a date with your wife and you order the meal you eat it and then whatever's left on the plate you just slide it over at the end of the meal and say here you go honey we would never do that and and a lot of times god does get my leftovers and that's convicting to me i don't want god to get my leftovers i want him to get what you just inspired me with jeff i want to start my day on my knees and i want him to get it all and uh is anything left for me? Great. But, yeah. uh, first fruits, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Fruits. Chris, what about you? Parting words? Yeah, I think the good news in prayer is that God wants you to pray more than you do. Like even on your day when, you, when you're all in it and you're like, I'm having a retreat morning. It's going to be an hour. I'm in it. God still wants you to pray more than you even want to. So um, so trust in that. He, he wants it. Uh, Peter Kreef said, uh, said this, and it, this has always blown me away. If you're somebody who doesn't pray like at all right now, this is for the total zero prayer guy which if you're listening to this podcast and you don't pray at all that's amazing Praise how God. did you find this exactly. podcast? You know? <laughs> like <laughs> you thought this was something very yeah, different re- reply all is a different podcast <laughs> anyway um but this is what this is what he said he said prayer is uh he said this imperfect prayer is infinitely better than no prayer mm-hmm. and perfect prayer is only finitely better than imperfect prayer mm-hmm. so this idea that like doing anything this prayer for pray for the desire to pray you know just saying hi like or even just this just be quiet for 10 minutes and Mm -hmm. let god speak like i think a lot of christians you get into your your your, you devote your life to christ you get into your prayer life and you constantly are trying to make it better because you know it's not there because we have this desire for what for heaven for perfect communion with god and since we know that we're not there yet like we try and fix it ourselves, you know? And so we tell the non-Christian or the non-believer, the non-practicer, oh, this is the this is the top prayer. This is what you gotta do best. But in reality, like, we all started with just, hi, God, you know? Like, <laughs> keep it simple. Um, keep, start simple, keep it simple. Even somebody who's hardcore in their life, keep it simple. A buddy of mine and his wife didn't pray together. And um, they were trying to pray this about 15, 20 minute prayer called the, the, the Liturgy of the Hours every night. And guess what? They weren't doing it very often. Mm. And he turned around and he said, how about we just pray a, a Hail Mary today? And they did that every night. They prayed a Hail Mary. Because you know what? It's seven seconds, 15 seconds. Like, you can do that. Yeah. And guess what? They started praying a little bit more and a little bit more. And now they're up to 15, 20 minutes together every day. You know, like, yeah, awesome. but keep it simple. Start start simple. Uh, imperfect prayer is better, is infinitely better than no prayer. Anything, just do it. Kurt, we heard once uh, from a, teenage girl in mexico once get alone with god until you're not alone anymore oh Mm. that's great that's That's prayer that is prayer Mm. kurt harry's so awesome to see you and so just wonderful to hear your thoughts we could be here all night but todd's got a date (laughs) (laughs) oh thank you it's so good to be here and just talk about prayer together as men this is so good 